Welcome to the Bank First Ranger Hour. Super Talk Mississippi 93.7 Spotlight on Northwest Community College. And you can listen to our live stream at supertalknorthms.com. Just click on the link for the Bank First Ranger Hour. Now, here's your host, Gary Darby. Hello, friends. Welcome to the show that we like to call the Bank First Ranger Hour. All Northwest Community College discussion today. We break the show down this way. At 9.15, the head coach of the men's soccer program at NWCC, Michael Sullivan. He will join us. We'll talk about his time at Northwest, moving into year number two here. Their schedule actually began yesterday. We'll talk about that match and more with Coach Sullivan coming up here in a little less than 10 minutes. And when we are done, it is time to talk the performance called One Vision of Queen featuring Mark Martell. Mark himself will be on the program, and we will let you hear a few things about Mark, about the show, which will be Saturday at 7.30 at the Heindel Center for the Performing Arts on the main campus in Senatobia. So we will do that. Men's soccer coming up first, and then Mark Martell, handpicked by the surviving members of the band Queen to sing the parts of Freddie Mercury, and he has done this now for quite a few years. We'll get all of the details and kind of give you a glimpse into what you could see on Saturday night at 7.30 with the One Vision of Queen featuring Mark Martell. And on the program today, before we are done, going to give away some tickets to see the event in Senatobia as well. So you know the way we do this. Now, if you won uh, previously some tickets to go see the Oak Ridge Boys, we, we might have to eliminate you from the contest. We thank you for listening to the show and hope you enjoyed that show. Uh, but we will give two lucky listeners today two seats to go see One Vision of Queen featuring Mark Martell. And so you need that text message line handy at 662-426-1093 after the interview with Mark. After the interview with Mark, we'll, uh, we'll give those seats away. So soccer coming up first, and then the One Vision of Queen featuring the, the star of the show himself, Mark Martell. Other news we'll get to before it's done, as well as there's still other sports things to discuss, little other NWCC news that we'll get to and we'll break down for you before the show is finished. But today, again, we get men's soccer next. We'll do that with head coach Michael Sullivan and then the one vision of Queen featuring Mark Martell. And I'm going to let you, not during before this commercial break, but before the next break and then the one after Mark, an opportunity to listen to him and and you think about what Freddie Mercury sounded like. Those of you that remember Queen from that day or still today because he still resonates, the music and everything. Uh, that Queen did. So we will uh, we'll jump into all of that on today's program. It's a Thursday, August 24th edition of the Bank First Ranger Hour. This hour is everything Northwest. Your connection to Northwest Mississippi Community College and powered by Bank First. 
Thanks for joining us on the Bank First Ranger Hour. Join the conversation now by texting 662-426-1093. You need that text message line a little bit later on in the program because you just heard the promo of the One Vision of Queen featuring Mark Martell. Mark's going to be on in the second half of the program today to talk about himself, to talk about the the show that you will see Saturday night, 730 there at the Heindel Center on the main campus in Senatobia. And I'm going to give away a few tickets to see the event later in the program. Michael Sullivan is the head coach of the men's soccer program at Northwest. Coach, how are we doing this morning? Doing great. How are you? Things are fine, sir. Uh, a quick trip to Hot Springs. We'll talk about that uh, for you and your team yesterday. But you're moving into year two as uh, the program's leader. And, and, and go through, if you don't mind, uh, not necessarily the wins and losses and what happened there in, in the games that you played last year, but what you learned about maybe yourself as a coach, maybe this team and your program and what you wanted to do and the adversity and challenges that it actually had. Yeah, so last year was definitely, uh, as, a, as a coach, a very humbling experience. So, you know, we came in and um, I got there super, super, er- or super late and um, really had to, had to uh, work with these guys and um, establish a culture. And so, you know, what the team last year did was, was they, they bought into the culture and they fought really, really hard, had some shortcomings. But overall, last year was um, a very good experience for me. Um, and then transitioning into this year, you know, obviously each year you want to make things better. So you identify areas that, you want to get better in, and so those areas are what we really focused on when it came to recruiting for this year. I'm glad um, you, you mentioned so, the word culture twice there, and and can you expand because I wanted to get there with you. Reading, you know, uh, the the work that Brian Lentz does on the on the website and more there at nwccrangers.com, and you use the word culture. So, what is the culture you want to build with that men's soccer program? So the culture that that I would love to ultimately have is just a culture that everyone can get behind and 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 specifically speaking the culture just needs to be a culture that no matter what you're up against you're never out of the fight. And so that's really what I look at when I'm going to recruit a player more so you, you don't just I, I don't just look at at say talent or athleticism it's what are you going to give to the team when your name is called and so I look for guys that are going to give it all and and that's really the culture that I try to look for when I'm recruiting different guys across the state and and across the country you had a turnover on the roster as as most teams do but can you address that and, and kind of tell us what you brought in and added from last year's roster to this year yeah so we had a couple guys age out um, obviously, it's a two-year school, so there's always going to be a pretty high turnover rate. And then um, a couple guys that just wanted to go different directions. So that left us with a pretty big gap in the roster. Um, so I took that as, as an opportunity to bring in a lot of different people. Um, and I really mixed that in as far as freshmen and sophomores goes. So I picked up quite a few different transfers. Um, I mean, we're, we're practically picking up guys from, you know, colleges all the way on the West Coast to all the way down in Florida and in between. Um, so we really covered some ground in recruiting in an effort to try to 
establish that culture that I was previously talking about. Um, so we we picked up close to 16 guys, 17 guys. Wow. Um, and, you know, we brought in some experience and some age and some physicality with those, those recruits. And I'm really looking forward to seeing what this team develops into and how they kind of grow into the culture that we're trying to work on. Coach, I had Coach Beatty on with us last week, and we talked about his program, the roster, and North Mississippi, or Mississippi in general, providing him talent. On the men's side of things, where does that stand? How does North Mississippi, as far as our high school programs are concerned, do they have that talent that you need to to add to uh, in the future? Oh, absolutely, and it's doing nothing but getting better as well. I mean, there's there's players that, that I've been able to pick up from North Mississippi through the high school and the club levels, and there's, I, unfortunately, out recruiting this year in North Mississippi, I saw a lot of the other schools out there <laughs> recruiting, so that should go to speak to the kind of players that we have. You know, I wish I could keep them all to myself, but you know how it goes. Um you know, there definitely is a higher competitive level in North Mississippi, and it's doing nothing but getting better. I mean, the club scene is just taking off. Um, the high schools are starting to make some some really good decisions with coaching staffs and, and things like that. And, and I'm extremely excited for the next three to four years to see exactly what North Mississippi is going to be able to produce because I think it's going to change the landscape of the recruiting scene in the state. I'm going to kind of change gears because it was something we were talking about a little bit before we got on. And, and I was talking about, you know, and watching soccer never played that I'm of the age where soccer started to boom afterwards. Right. And I was a, a baseball guy, you know, uh, through high school um, and, and liked other sports and only ran as I joked with you uh, maybe 90 <laughs> feet at a time. Uh, or, or if I got lucky, it was a little bit more than that along the way in soccer though and I guess the reason I really got there is in now working with an NBA team they track how many miles a guy may go up and down a basketball floor in in an NBA game do we have an idea of how far your guys may be moving around the pitch as as a match goes on yeah so there's an idea obviously exact figures aren't necessarily known just because we don't have the the same track system that 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 some of these other programs have, but I know on an average base, one one of your more mobile positions, say midfielders, it's going to be roughly close to about five miles per game if you're really really working. Um, so it's it's a lot of running and it's a lot of running and very very high heat and and that's why you want to, in in my opinion, you want to find somebody who's going to go out and fight every minute when their name is called. Because, I mean, physicality alone, the game just demands so much. And as good as these players are getting on and off the ball with their decision-making, you can't just worry about the physicality of the game anymore. I mean, you've got to run five miles and be able to perform all the tasks that are needed. Talking with Coach Sullivan, men's soccer at Northwest Community College. All right, you, you were in Hot Springs yesterday. You took on National Park College. Uh, what did you learn from your team in that match? Well, I can tell you Hot Springs lived up to its name. It was very <laughs> um, <laughs> But we definitely learned about some things and areas that we can grow in. But I can tell you this much, um, that, was a, that was a very good side. Um, and I did learn that this group 
does have a lot of fight and a lot of grit in them. And I was extremely proud of the performance. Obviously, we, we still have room to grow, and, and we really identified some areas that we need to improve on from that game. But I was just overall very proud of the team, very proud to see how much fight they have in them, and very proud to see that they didn't give up at all, and the game went all the way to the whistle as far as effort and demand. And we, I did realize that we are – a pretty deep team, which I'm very excited about. Well, that's where I was going to go maybe and, and leave with you last. Your first game against Mississippi competition doesn't come up till September uh, the 15th. You know, your next match is Saturday uh, against Belhaven, and I guess I should say conference competition doesn't come up till mid-September. Uh, but in these next matches leading into that, is that where you will be looking for depth, maybe mixing you know, groups together to see what works, what doesn't work, and what you might want to use as the season goes along. Yeah, absolutely. So that's kind of what these games are designed for, and that's kind of why we have quite a few games before our conference starts. You know, I, I think that, one, culturally, it's it's good to let everybody understand, hey, look, you got a shot, right? So we do make high rotations and subbing and, and trying to figure out which groups work best with who do these groups work best in, in this tactic or that tactic. And, and it's really just a, a big combination of different things that we can put out on the field to see what's optimal. Last thing, and, and we'll let you go, and, and, and that is the match against Bellhaven. Uh, their JV comes up on Saturday, and then you get another one a week from today before getting in Cenotopia. They're – can you discuss the facilities and things and now and how you know it, it's relatively new still for the soccer program and what it means to have that kind of a facility there at Northwest? Oh, yeah, absolutely. So the, the new complex that we have is just absolutely immaculate. I mean, it's, it's a dream come true for me as a coach. It's a dream come true for some of these players to get to come in and use it. Um, this will be the first season that a, a team will be able to use our complex for the whole year. Um, and if our building and complex wasn't nice enough, we've completely renovated our field now, and it is just it is just extremely nice. It plays well. Um, it's it's just an extremely nice facility that I think everybody would enjoy coming and playing on. Um, and and I can't talk enough about how much the school is investing in not only soccer but just athletics in general. I mean. It really is a blessing to be a, a coach and a student athlete at this school. It's just incredible. I think we should leave it there. Coach Sullivan, thanks for your time this morning. Good luck in these matches, and we'll catch up with you again. Thank you, sir, and go Rangers. Coach Michael Sullivan on with us, the men's soccer coach. They lost the match to National Park College 2-0 yesterday uh, as they played that one in Hot Springs. They will go to Jackson and take on Belhaven's JV on Saturday. Thursday, they go to McKenzie, Tennessee to take on Bethel's JV, so next Thursday. And the first home match at that facility we were talking about will be Tuesday, September the 5th, a 3 p.m. game on Ranger TV if you can't attend. But if you can, 3 o'clock against Southern Union State. They have three straight home matches and then get into conference play, as I mentioned, against Meridian on a Friday in mid-September. So the women's soccer team, you remember we did have Coach uh, Beatty on last week. They went to St. Louis 
they're calling it Park Hills, Missouri, but but there, and beat Jefferson College 8-0, and then had game two suspended against number 12 South Suburban College. Northwest led 5 to nothing at the time because of the heat. They then went to National Park College in Hot Springs yesterday as well and won 10 Neil. So they have played two full matches and have been credited with an 8-zip and a 10-zip win and were up 5 nothing against number 12 South Suburban College when it was suspended because of the heat. They're playing an exhibition game tonight in Memphis against Christian Brothers University after playing a match yesterday in Hot Springs. So the women's soccer team off to a 2-0 start, 3-0 if you can count the suspended game, and they'll play two exhibition games against uh, D2 schools uh, as Christian Brothers and Union comes on their schedule for a couple of exhibition games uh, before they take on the number one team in the country, Dallas College, Brookhaven, down in Ridgeland in a match. Northwest nationally ranked as well at number three and off to an unbelievable start in their season. Thanks to Coach Sullivan for being on, talking the men's soccer program with us on the show today. Next, we will get to hear from Mark Martell himself. We'll meet him. We'll talk with him uh, about how we got into this world of, you know, being the guy that's singing Freddie Mercury's parts in this world of Queen these days. And he is the star of the One Vision of Queen featuring Mark Martell. He will join us next. Here's a little bit uh, of a live version a few years ago. I think it was actually celebrating uh, what would have been Freddie Mercury's 70th birthday when he did this. So it's this is going to go back a few years. But about the time he started this uh, with Bohemian Rhapsody Live, I love listening to the crowd sing with him. Uh, and it just shows you uh, how much this guy does sound like and they replicate Queen's music. We'll have Mark Martell coming up on our program next. Just killed a man Put a gun against his head Pulled my trigger, now he's dead Mama Life had just begun But now I've got it thrown it all Thanks for listening to the Bank First Ranger Hour, your connection to Northwest Mississippi Community College on Super Talk Mississippi 93.7 and streaming live at supertalknorthms.com. Just click on the link for the Bank First Ranger Hour. Well, we've talked about this event coming up on the program and now here on the Bank First Ranger Hour, we will talk to 
The gentleman you're going to hear perform this weekend in Sunatobio, there is an unbelievable event coming on, and Mark Martell is going to talk about the show, the one vision of Queen, and talk about the performance and things. And, Mark, thanks for some time today. Thank you for your time, Gary. Appreciate it. So give us, give us a little background. I know we were talking prior to getting on here, and you, you currently reside in Nashville, but where were you originally? Where did you grow up, and, and what was your musical background? I'm actually currently where I grew up. I just happened to be here for a show up in um, Ottawa, Canada. I kind of grew up in, you know, in this general area uh, between Montreal and Ottawa. So I'm Canadian. I'm French-Canadian. And um, I grew up in a pretty musical home. My mom, still to this day, plays the piano and leads the choir in my dad's church. My dad's a pastor and church planner. And um, I moved down with my rock band, to Nashville after getting signed to um, a label down there uh, in 2001. So I've been a professional musician ever since I left college, and I've been doing the music of Queen in particular now for just over 10 years. Did you? I mean, you started out in in the Christian rock, as you said, and and got here to this point. What were you thinking, right, as far as your music and what you would do? Did you ever think it would take the path that that you have now gone on? Uh, absolutely not. I don't. I think any songwriter, uh, you know, singer songwriter, can relate to the idea that you don't really grow up uh, aspiring to perform someone else's music, and you know that's the path I was going to take, and that's the path I took for. A long time, I, you know. My band and I re-released we released seven albums over the course of 12 years, and uh, you know we were having a, a great career. We were uh, putting food on the table, and we ha- moved into our own tour bus eventually, and things were going well. But every single show, there was this little thing about me where every single show we would perform, and we're singing our own songs, people would approach me and say, "Hey, you know, you sound a lot like Freddie Mercury." And uh, I thought, well, that's cool. You know, he's generally revered, and, and people love his music and his voice. And I didn't necessarily grow up listening to his music, but I'm aware of, you know, some of the hits. And I thought that would just kind of be my path. I'll be the guy that sounds like Freddie but writes his own songs. And then um, in 2011, the drummer of Queen, Roger Taylor, decided that he wanted to put together his own tribute band to his own band. So uh, he put out a, like an all-call audition thing on YouTube saying, hey, submit your audition of you performing your favorite Queen song, and you'll have a chance to work with me and Brian May, the guitarist of Queen, uh, to put together this really great tribute to Queen, the official one indeed. And so I um, recorded myself recording Somebody to Love in my home studio, and the video went viral. And since then, um, my career as a singer-songwriter has kind of taken a left turn. At the back end of this interview, friends, uh, when, I, when I let him go, I'm going to let you hear that rendition. I'm going to pull a little bit of that off of YouTube for you and, and let you go. Now here you are, right? You have actually performed with the surviving members of Queen. You are part of the Bohemian Rhapsody movie that has been out and, and that we have listened and watched here recently and has this taken uh, now, uh, really, overall, when you, when you look at the career, uh, did, think about that for just a moment. I guess is where I'm trying to go. The fact that those things have happened for you as well here recently and now 
it's exploded into this tour, this North American tour that we're getting here in 2023 as well. Yeah, that's right. I, my story is kind of uh, unexpected and kind of weird, and I kind of love that about it. It's not something I could have ever uh, predicted. And um, it's taken me all over the world. Just the fact that I sound like one of the greatest, <laughs> I mean, it sounds like a pat on the back to myself, but you know, people regard Freddie as one of the greatest singers of all time, and it's just an honor to be told that I remind people of him. Um, but uh, I have a great time with it. It's opened opportunities that I would have never imagined. I mean, I've toured all over the world with my band. I, like you mentioned, I got to sing in the movie Bohemian Rhapsody, which was a dream come true. Um, so I, I got to work with the, you know, the original members of Queen, and so it's a, it's an amazing path that this has kind of thrown me on, and I'm trying to enjoy every moment of it. Mark will be in Cenotopia on Saturday night. One Vision of Queen featuring Mark Martell, and you know we were. We're discussing you living in Nashville prior to getting it on as well. People know I tell way too much, but a daughter that lives in Nashville that's a lot older than the two boys that I have. And look, I was driving somewhere, vacation, and we played Bohemian Rhapsody, and they loved that song. And then they got into it and sing it. And the littlest, who is just four, he'll beg for it anytime we take a long ride. Let's let's play that song, you know. And and so the music that you are singing translates to people my age above middle and even on down uh, as low as my little guy at four you know (laughs) yeah the music of queen appeals to everyone on the planet essentially i mean they're one of the only artists you can i can think of that you can walk into basically any country and most people will know at least two of their songs right it's really amazing their music is so quirky and non-formulaic like most of the music you hear today it's it's got enough silly in it. It's got enough serious in it. It's got uh, loads of fun, and that's what our show is. It's it's a lot of fun. It's an emotional roller coaster. We take you through the greatest hits of Queen with a few unexpected songs here and there, um, and I tell my story throughout the show. It's a really fun time for anyone. I'm, I'm glad you went into that because I was going to you know go there and didn't want you to give away too much, but there will obviously be some twists and turns and some own Mark Martell you know, push in there, correct? Mm-hmm. Absolutely, yeah. I'm always myself on stage. I never, you know, pretend to be Freddie. Like uh, maybe a, a typical tribute band will do. There's lots of people that do that really well where they essentially are actors and pretend to be Freddie. That's not what we do. We uh, we come on stage as qu- Queen fans, just like everyone coming to the show is. And, um, you know, I'm myself. You might see me move in ways that, might be a tip of the hat to Freddie Mercury. It's, it's hard to sit, stand still when you're performing the music <laughs> of Queen. It just makes you want to move. And, uh, you know, maybe do a, a, a few superhero poses here and there. But uh, we have a lot of fun with it. And um, we've, I don't think we've ever met a crowd that didn't have fun with us. Well, I know you have several performances and the things that you do take care of that voice. And, and what do you do to protect yourself so that Saturday you're on point when we get ready uh, at the Heidel Center? It's not rocket science. I mean, getting good sleep, hydration, uh, you know, not overdoing it on the booze, that kind of stuff, and warming up before the show. That's really what it comes down to. I look forward to seeing it, Mark. Thanks for your time today. Thank you so much, Gary. Mark Martell. Good stuff. Learning a little bit about him, how he got into this, handpicked by the surviving members of Queen to actually 
uh, put their stamp on what is this tribute show, which will be in Cenotopia at the Heindel Center for the Performing Arts coming up Saturday night at 7.30. Tickets still available uh, if you want. Uh, you can go to org and you can uh, get those seats. If you, uh, if you like Queen, there are some available. Also, and uh, I, was, I was reaching for uh, my few that I'm getting ready to give away to you now. The simple thing that we do here on this program, just, just to make it easy, and, and hopefully you're seated, you're, you're not driving, you're, you're where you can do this. Uh, I've got uh, four, two people, a pair of tickets. So I need the first two to text message in at 662-426-1093. 662-426-1093. The first two people that will text message to that number and say you want the tickets, I'll give you a pair. All right? Two people. That's what we're looking for at 662-426-1093. If you would like to go see Mark Martell and the One Vision of Queen at the Heinel Center for the Performing Arts on Saturday night at 730, that's all you need to do. And we'll have those seats available for you for Saturday night's performance. 662-426-1093 to text message in. This is the video. You, you won't be able to see the video. You'll be able to hear the audio of his singing Somebody to Love, which caught the eye and helped him in the competition to, to become uh, the one that Queen uh, backs now, and, and he's touring all over the place. couple of events in Canada. He's still in Canada and then will be making his way to North Mississippi for the Saturday performance again if you would like to go it is 662-426-1093 so if you would like those tickets please text message in and we'll send you to the Heidel Center for the Performing Arts here's Mark singing somebody to love before we head to break Martell brings their hits to life in a special tribute performance at the Heimler Center in Cenotopia on Saturday, August 26 at 7.30 p.m. She's a queen, One Vision of Queen featuring Mark Martell at the Heimler Center at Northwest in Cenotopia. For tickets, go to heimlercenter.org. Box office is open Monday through Friday, 1 to 4.30 p.m. Or call 662-562-3478. We're talking Rangers this hour. 
Thanks for joining us for the Bank First Ranger Hour. It's a special conversation about Northwest Community College. There's a campus near you. And you can join the conversation by texting to 662-426-1093. Well, our Panola County people are, are the fastest typers of the bunch <laughs> today. Uh, we, uh, we have our winners for uh, the tickets to go see Mark Martell and the tribute show to Queen, One Vision of Queen, featuring Mark Martell Saturday at 7.30 at the Heindel Center for the Performing Arts. And so uh, we will congratulate uh, the two that were able to get in, Mike from Sardis and Jennifer from Batesville, who uh, made the way in and got things first. And I thank all the rest of you for trying along the way. I know that's, uh, you know, uh, it's just to me, it, for, for me, a guy is trying to do all of this by himself here. Between, between 9 and 10, the easiest way for me to get winners, and I appreciate those of you uh, that have done so. And uh, we will uh, continue doing things as the performances continue uh, to roll into Cenotopia, as you'll get this one. And then next up on the docket, September the 16th, if you're a country music fan, Trace Adkins is coming to Cenotopia. But we'll, uh, we'll get through this weekend first, and I hope to see you there at the event. Go to HeindelCenter.org. You can find out more about what's going on this weekend, next month, everything that's going on at the Heindel Center and how you can be a part of it. Ah, Good show. Thanks to Coach Michael Sullivan of the soccer program and then to Mark himself for talking about uh, the performance that we'll see Saturday at 730 in Cenotopia. Tremendous job by our guest today, to you as well for being a part of it. Uh, kudos to our two that won the seats to go see One Vision of Queen, Mike from Sardis, Jennifer from Batesville. We'll get further details from you guys if you're still listening when the show is done, and we'll have two seats for each of you to go and enjoy the performance this weekend in Cenotopia. Anyway, have yourself a good day today. Enjoy the rest of your time here, and we'll come back tomorrow with some high school sports discussion between 9 and 10 a.m. Till then, so long. <laughs>